Hello, hi, and a warm welcome to the Samadhi Podcast, a series of short talks and guided meditations that help you become a happier, more peaceful, and positive person. Learn how to calm the mind, deeply relax, gain control of feelings and emotions, and let go of stress and anxiety. I was recently asked what I thought the keys to happiness in daily life were. And I wanted to unpack this here on the podcast. First of all, I think it's important to actually know what we mean by happiness. And here in this context, I think we're talking about genuine happiness, fulfillment, contentment, all of these qualities of deep and meaningful happiness that come from within. Of course, there is also hedonic happiness, pleasure from outside, from having or from doing nice things. But Personally, I have nothing to add to the pursuit of external success or wealth or reputation and so on. But it is important to recognize that hedonic happiness does have its place in our overall well-being. Of course, it's very difficult to cultivate a peaceful mind if you don't have enough food, if you're struggling to pay bills, or you don't have a roof over your head. But as the Buddha and many contemplatives East and West have discovered, and even happiness researchers have demonstrated, once you have enough of those things, once you have enough money to not have to worry, to have a bit of freedom, once you have enough food to be healthy, well, once you sort of reach that threshold, you don't get any more happy from having more. So from having twice as much, five times as much, or even ten times as much. And we see this, don't we? You know, the richest people in the world can be some of the most troubled in our society. So people all over the financial spectrum, from very poor to very rich, can be all over the happiness spectrum as well. The amount of wealth you have, or reputation you have, and so on, doesn't necessarily dictate how happy you are. So I believe that we are seeking something more than that. Something more tangible, something more lasting, authentic. And that is genuine happiness, samyaksuka in Sanskrit. And that is something that we bring to the world, not something we get from the world. That kind of happiness, contentment, inner peace, inner calm, is the kind that can be there whether things are going well and we're enjoying life, or even when things are going wrong and we're experiencing challenges because it's not dependent on the external world. So, the keys to happiness then in daily life. Through direct first-person experience, many people from all walks of life, traditions and disciplines have discovered that genuine happiness can be found through three main specific domains. And they are living an ethical way of life, cultivating exceptional mental balance, and generating wisdom. In the Kandaraka Sutta, we see that the Buddha himself described three types of genuine well-being that correlate with these discoveries. So he described them as well-being arising from a clear conscience and contentment, well-being gained through samadhi, and supreme well-being of complete freedom through insight. And ever since I was introduced to these, I've taken them as advice for a daily practice. Because the entire Noble Eightfold Path is encompassed in these three, as are the six perfections of Mahayana Buddhism. 
and the three higher trainings are these three. So that first type of well-being, well-being arising from a clear conscience and contentment, this refers to the well-being that comes from living an ethical way of life, from knowing that we are not causing harm in the world, that we're living a life of benevolence and non-violence. It's not difficult to see that if we are confident that our influence in the world is good and that we're not harming anyone or anything and we've done nothing wrong, that a mental peace arises from that knowledge, from that confidence. If we feel we have done something wrong, if we often regret our actions, the way we behave, the things we say through our anger or stress, this leads to an unease in the mind, feeling like we're a bad person, perhaps some guilt or some shame. And all of this inhibits our ability to be happy because we can't settle. This first type of well-being also refers to the feeling of satisfaction that comes from having enough, from not wanting more and not needing to disrupt our life or the lives of others in the pursuit of more stuff. So this first type we can also see, I think, as protection for our spiritual growth and our happiness. And that is, you know, insofar as we can keep a level head throughout our day, not shouting at the kids or the dog or getting angry in traffic, then we actually have a chance at cultivating genuine happiness and peace of mind. The second type of genuine well-being is well-being gained through samadhi. Samadhi is often translated as single-pointed attention, concentration, or unification of mind. And samadhi is about having a mind that is beautifully balanced and focused, free of the agitation and the laxity or dullness, and Samadhi specifically is fully absorbed on an object of focus or a state of mind. So when our mind is calmed through concentration practices, what we call shamatha practices, such as mindfulness of breathing, the Buddha's preferred method of practice, the first thing we experience is peace and calm. From there, as we go deeper in the practice, a sense of feeling really well and healthy in body and mind arises followed by something quite interesting and perhaps unexpected, an experience of bliss and joy. You wouldn't think that attending to one single thing, especially something as ununique as the breath, uh, that's not very interesting. You'd never expect that it could give rise to an experience of bliss or joy. But this report has been corroborated time and time again by practitioners over thousands of years and isn't something we need to be very advanced in our practice to experience for ourselves. And so following these three comes a mind which, as the Buddha describes, disperses and quells unwholesome states whenever they arise. And this simply means that thoughts of worry, stress or anger, whatever, may try to arise in the mind, but like fish swimming against a particularly strong current, as they try to do so, they struggle against the strong current of the mind and cannot get a footing. Most of us have experienced the enjoyment and peace that comes from having a concentrated mind, attending to something interesting, perhaps a hobby or a skill, music, art, science, whatever it is for us, we can enjoy this activity for hours on end, be fully present with it, interested, engaged, continuously. We've also experienced what it's like to be bored to death by something. Every minute moves slowly, we wish it would end, And so it's important to recognize that what makes things boring is not objective. 
What makes things boring is the mind. If you bring a dull mind to anything, then what you attend to will be boring, whether it is a film, a meal, a book, time with your family. Anything can be boring if you bring a dull quality of awareness to it. If, however, you have a concentrated, calm mind, anything is interesting. Watching the sunrise, even watching paint dry, or even watching your breath. With this quality of mind, an engaged, concentrated, calm quality of mind, boredom is gone. So by training in samadhi, also referred to as shamatha training, we learn to cultivate this quality of awareness and then bring it to all of our daily activities and interactions with others. So this makes every part of our day interesting and engaging. And it is also a very relaxing state of mind. The calmer our mind is, the greater the stability, the more composed it is, the greater stillness it has. And the very quality of that awareness is deeply relaxing. Contrary to our ordinary agitated mind, a calm mind is very relaxing. And the third type of genuine well-being is the supreme well-being of complete freedom through insight. And this is a truth-given joy and satisfaction that comes from clearly knowing ourselves, the nature of suffering, the nature of mind, the interrelationship between self, others, and the environment. When we have more questions than answers, and we don't know why we experience suffering, why my mind is out of control, why I experience anxiety, what the purpose of my life is, what I'm even doing with my life, then our day-to-day experience can be very confusing and very unsettling. But when we have gleaned insights through our own experience into such things as the nature of mind, you know, how thoughts, feelings and emotions, their hows and whys, and we've come to an understanding of the truth and had our questions answered, then a feeling of well-being arises from that confidence, from that understanding, from that lack of confusion. And this well-being doesn't arise from simply having knowledge or understanding a theory, but from really knowing with absolute certainty through our own experience. So with our minds imbued with these three types of well-being, it's not difficult to see how we can bring a quality of happiness and joy to our life, no matter the circumstances. We feel joy going about our day, with a warm-hearted, kind presence towards others, avoiding harm, content with what we have. We're experiencing a calm, steady state of mind, not an agitated one, overloaded by stimulus. And we have an inner understanding that makes no experience confusing or without an answer. If a difficult emotion or challenging situation comes up, we have tools for dealing with them, and we're able to just transform them quickly. So it's not surprising then that training in these three areas became a central part of the Buddhist path. So if you're looking for the keys to having a happy, contented mind on a daily basis, then I would encourage you to also take this as advice for a daily practice. Your job on a daily basis consists of doing three simple things. One, living in a way that gives you a clear conscience and contentment. Two, cultivating some mental balance through meditation, such as mindfulness of breathing. And three, reading, learning, studying, or meditating on something which increases your inner wisdom and releases you from not knowing.
The real meaning of practicing Dharma and cultivating your mind is this, turning everything that arises in your day into the path, cultivating these three avenues, and in this way, moving closer and closer to your true inner nature and genuine happiness. I wanted to thank you for listening to this week's podcast, and I hope it brings some benefit to you. If you would like to learn more about meditation or join us for our free weekly online meditation sessions, then please join our Samadhi community on Facebook. Just go to our website, samadhi.org.uk, click on support, then click on join our Samadhi Sangha, and you can find out all the information there. Please don't forget to subscribe and share, and I hope to see you again soon.